0: we tend to get triggered by things that we're hiding. And I want to encourage people that the thing that you are scared to death to share is a thing that you should be sharing.
1: Yo, what's up ladies and G's, tuning into the podcast a bit early. I can't wait to share this with you as I have someone who is literally reshaping the fitness industry every single second of the day she is extremely talented i consider her to be my twin as we share very similar perspectives when it comes to leveling up as she also has a podcast called leveling up creating everything from nothing and today she joins us to give away the game on how to take control of your life mentally physically and financially so if you enjoy this episode, make sure to subscribe and tag us on your post, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, as we'll be sharing and shouting out those who do on our page as well. All the links to both our pages will be down in the description below. Also, feel free to leave a rating and review on iTunes as it will go a long way. Now, it's time to do what we do best. It's time to level up. Let's get it. You ready? Level up daily—the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. level me up. level me up. Yeah. And now your host, DeAndre Evans. level me up. level me up. Yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. Yo, what's up, ladies and g's? Much love to those returning, and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I have a very, very special episode. I'm sitting with one of the most inspirational individuals I've ever came across. Uh, She definitely understands the definition of leveling up as she does it every single second. I mean, you may have seen her on television, on the hit show, The Doctors, or maybe you read up about her, maybe in Forbes, BuzzFeed, LA Times, but she is definitely a person you want to know and would love to meet. Uh, She's a fitness model as well, and she radiates nothing but love and positivity Nonstop, and she really wants to help thousands and thousands if not millions of people across the world achieve greatness and i have the beautiful and talented natalie jill hey natalie how you doing
0: hi that's quite an <laughs> intro i need to carry you around everywhere to intro me i love
1: it <laughs> i'm good to go <laughs> uh, I, love it. I love it
0: i'm doing right. great
1: Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. So where are you at right now? I see for those tuning in. I know I see the visual, but they don't they don't. Yeah, I in.
0: I'm in Sandy. I live in San Diego, California, and it's true what they say. We have perfect weather <laughs> but most of the year. It's funny in San Diego. You'll see us in hats and gloves when there's like a five degree dip because we have, you know, it's like between 60 and 80 all the time, so 65 and yeah. 80 all the time, so we, we the little minor dip, we think we're freezing, <laughs> but very gotcha. fortunate we're here in San Diego.
1: Perfect, perfect. I know I haven't been out to San Diego yet. I've always get close to like LA area, California, maybe San Francisco, but yeah. never been yet, so I might have to stop out there and, and see what's it's going on. It's amazing, <laughs> it's amazing. I chose to live here. Perfect, perfect. Well, I don't blame me. It's warm over there. I'm over here in Michigan. It's kind of like, yeah, a little chilly right now, <laughs> so I got to deal with it, but- um, again, I do want to thank you again for coming on. It definitely means a lot. And typically, what I like to do for those who are new to the show and for my audience as well, just open up the floor a little bit for my guest. Okay. So I know it's Wednesday, right? It's it's winning Wednesday, what I like to call it. So let's let's hop a little bit into you know your your backstory a little bit. Tell us a little yeah. bit about you and you know your journey so far and how you came to the industry.
0: Gosh, where do I start? I've I you know they say people that. Appear successful, or they have it together. They've had a lot of bumps and bruises along the way. I've had many bumps and bruises along the way. I still continue to walk through them, and I believe that things happen for us, not to us. Um, to the point where I've literally tattooed the word surrender on my arm to, to remind myself when I'm walking through something that it's it's gonna be okay. That I just get to surrender to it. Um, so let's see what brought me to where I am today. Um, I'll take you back uh, a little over a decade. Uh, 12 years ago is when I had my daughter. And that's, that was a big pivotal moment in my life because I, until that point, I felt like I had, um, I lived a fake life and let me explain what that means. I was doing everything on the checkbox. Like I got married, I went to college, I had the corporate job. I was now in the nice house with the two white labs and the picket fence. And I was having a baby. Like I was doing all the checkmark things that would make you know, the parents proud and what a good member of society does. (laughs) Uh, I I was doing, I was doing all the things. And, um, in fact, to the point where I'm not proud of it now, but I really would frown on people that were in debt or I didn't understand it. I was like, how could someone have debt or how could they, I just didn't understand that everyone didn't have a perfect life. Like that's what, that's what I knew. Um, now I'd had things happen to me. I'd lost my dad at age, you know, 22. I'd had things happen to me, but I still was in this fantasy world of like, things work out for me and things are, this is just how it's going to be. So what happened to me, um, this is back in 2008, 2009. And I don't know if you're old enough or remember what was going on then, but the stock market, the housing market, everything had kind of changed uh, financially in our country. And it was really wreaking havoc on a lot of people, including me. And I found myself not only newly going through a divorce. I was getting a divorce. I was a new mom. I was gonna be a single mom. I gained a lot of weight, but I also now was losing my house. I, I, for the first time in my life, could not make my mortgage payments. I was backwards and upside down. And I knew I couldn't keep my stable corporate job because I was a single mom now. And how was I going to travel full time in that job? So I took a demotion. So I had a lot of things really testing me and challenging my, my beliefs. And it really threw me off. I I didn't know who I was at that. I remember thinking like, I'm I'm looking at this girl that's overweight and depressed and broke. And I don't even know who I am. And I never reached out to talk to anyone about it because I was embarrassed. I, I thought like, this isn't me. Like, I I don't even know how to like ask someone for help or to, to be this. So I hid and I isolated, which is what a lot of people do in depression. You know, I just, I just kept to myself and Mm -hmm. I had this pivotal moment. Um, it was about three or four months really feeling in my rock bottom and literally just getting up every day because I had a daughter, I had a daughter Mm -hmm. and I loved her. And, um, I remember every day thinking like, okay, I just got to get through today. I'm going to take care of her. That's it. And I had this moment where I had this realization that this was not who I was meant to be, that this is not how it has to, doesn't stop here. There's more to me than this. And I remember thinking really hard, like, wh- who who can I be? Like, what do I want? And I, nothing was coming up for me. I was just like, well, I just want, I want to be happy. That's all I could think of. And a lot of people will say that when you say, what do you want? They're like, I want to be happy. I just wanted to be happy. <laughs> um, so, and I knew that wasn't enough to move to action. So I created a vision board. It was the very first thing I did. And on that vision board, I put happiness, happy couples, happy families. I put images of ocean and peace and uh, fit girls and just like anything that made me like, whoa, what would it be like to be there or to feel that? And I would stare at that vision board every day and say, okay, if I'm not living that life now, who would I need to be? What actions would I need to take to be the girl living in that board? And I would ask myself that question every single day, like, what does that fit girl eat? What does she do for workouts? Who does she talk to? What does she listen to? And I would literally stare at that vision board. And I'm staring at one right now as I talk to you, cause I, am such a believer in vision boards. Um, but I would constantly look at that, like and ask those questions and my life started to turn around and I'm, I'm giving you a really short version of a long version, but I'll tell you, I turned to Facebook for accountability. I knew I could control my body and what I was eating and what I was doing. And I, posted on Facebook and I had like a hundred followers at the time from all from my high school friends, you know, and yeah. I, and I shared there and I said, okay guys, I'm fat, I'm out of shape, I'm depressed and I'm turning this, this stuff around in my thirties and my late thirties at the time. And I'm posting it here for accountability and I didn't care what they thought, what they, I didn't, wasn't worried about people pleasing. I wasn't worried about judgment. I did it for my own accountability. And people loved it because it was vulnerable, it was real, it wasn't fake, it was super authentic. I shared it and it started spreading like wildfire and literally my business was born from
1: that. <laughs> wow, that's all I can say from that. That yeah. that's, that's amazing. You know, just hearing it from start to finish, even though it was a short span, I was able to picture myself somewhat, you know, in, in a particular situation that you were in. So I can resonate with that. Yeah. And for you to openly share your story with that, like your state of mind during a time where, if we can jog back just a little bit, yeah, um, where it was just a, a little rocky, a little bumpy, and yeah, you had to figure out, you know, how do I get through this? Like, yeah, what was that state of mind that you were in? Gosh. How did you necessarily, you know, overcome that?
0: Such a good question. I'm going to answer that, but I want to share this. I want to share that two and a half years ago, I had another rock bottom, and I'm not. I don't need to necessarily get go on to that story. We can, but I had yeah. another one. And I'm also going through something right now. I'm walking through. And at the same thing I'm going to tell you, I did then is the same thing. I remind myself to do that. I did two and a half years ago and that I do now. Mm-hmm. And I believe that these things happen for me to remember to walk through that. So what did I do? Um, and this is the advice I would give somebody else too. it. You have to literally, and I have the word tattooed on my arm. You can see it. They can't see it, but it says surrender. Mm-hmm. I tattooed it there as a reminder because I tend to forget this word. Surrender to me means we have to let go of stories of the past. We have to let go of beliefs. We have to let go of worry, of anxiety, of all the possible negative things that can happen. And we've got to deal with actual facts of where we are right now, right here today, and take one baby step forward every moment of the time from where you are right now. And that is the, the best, most simple advice I could give somebody because wherever you are, whether it's financial, it's physical, it's health, whatever it is that you're walking through, if you take on all the possible things that could go wrong and what, why it's not going to work or why the past hasn't helped you, if you take all that on, we say so stuck inside our head that action doesn't happen. And that is jail to me. Like you're stuck in your head without any control. So to me now, what I know to be true is you can't look at all that. You can't look at all the what ifs, all the possibilities, all the worry, all the what can go wrong, all what brought you right here, because it doesn't matter. What matters is right now today, the facts, clean clean slate. What's the step forward that you need to take right now to move you in the right direction?
1: Mm, I love it. That's powerful because basically, and from what I'm getting from you is that you were aware, you were self-aware of what was going on. And not a lot of people are self-aware and conscious of their reality. You know, they see different things. They start to compare themselves to other people and they they fall into this drought and they start to go down into like a downward spiral. Yeah. You, you was, you was able to, you know, withstand that and realize, Hey, my life, this is not the life that I want. This is the life that I want. You started creating the vision board and you started being transparent with yourself before you started to share your message with others.
0: And I I still do that today, but I want you to know it's not an easy thing. So like, as I speak of this, I understand but it's not easy. It's not easy when you're walking through it. It's not easy to hear it. It's not easy to, to believe it. But I'll tell you that it works. Because what choice do we have? The alternative is to go down that rabbit hole of what goes wrong, you know, okay. and stay stuck there and be depressed. And unfortunately, so many people are there. And then they start, it's the coping with, you know, the drugs or the alcohol or the too much sleep. Like we find, we self-soothe, right? So that, yeah. what's, that, what's the alternative? There is that, and I got it. And, or you can take those steps forward from where you are today. And it's the same thing I tell, I tell myself over and over again, my husband reminds me of it. This is not a daily awakening and awareness that's like become easy. This is a reminder and li- literally why I were tattooed the word surrender on my arm for this very mm-hmm. reason.
1: That, that totally makes sense. Just given the fact that you're so transparent, like I love your energy, Thanks. especially how you curate things. So Thank hopefully for those who are in the end, able to pick that up. Absolutely. And, um, just jogging a little bit before, cause we're going to go like back and forth here. Cause yeah. is everywhere when we talk, Yeah, <laughs> no but you know, like I, I know that you written two books, right? Yeah. Um, perfect. So I know the latest one just came out not too long ago. It's called age in reverse. Yeah. And this is really interesting to me because I, I think it plays off both our names when it comes to leveling up, but you do it in a very different way. Like you go in reverse, but yet you still win your race. So I want to dive into that a little bit, you know, just to shed some light on your book, you know, let's talk about age in reverse and what that means to you and and tell us more about that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'm 48 right now as we're talking. And, um, this is actually an interesting story. So I had the idea two years ago to write a book and start, start a movement about aging in reverse. Now my idea for it is not what it has turned into. My initial idea was a bad idea. (laughs) My initial (laughs) idea and it's how I've lived was control everything. Oh, you women don't have to look bad in your age. I'm going to talk to you about what you do to your skin and how you're going to dress and your makeup and how you're going to look good. It was all control. Like, we're going to fix everything. Let's, let's I'm going to have plastic surgeons come talk. I'm going to have dermatologists. Like, we're going to get yeah. to the bottom of like, how <laughs> do we conquer it all? Okay, that is not what this is about anymore. That's how it started. My idea started that way mm-hmm. until I realized like you can't control everything. It was another lesson Mm. for me. Like you cannot control everything. It's not possible. And what's so funny, and you've noticed this too, looking at women and, and I'll tell you, and I, I, and I, nothing against people that do Botox and fillers and all those things. I've tried it all. I do not currently have any Botox on my face. I don't like the way that it looks. I think it's like freaky looking, Mm -hmm. but I've, I've tried it in the past, but I look at women and I, women that do all that shit to their face, they look (sighs) freaky. To me, yeah. it looks pretty.
1: Yeah, I it love doesn't it.
0: make you look younger. It makes you look like, uh, you know, like you're you're older trying to look younger. To me, now I'm not saying don't do anything. Like if you find what works for you, amazing. I'm all for plastic surgeons and all the things. Um, but for me, it, I realized like the more I was trying to control, the worse I was looking, the worse I was feeling. <laughs> so I went a different approach, and it's not. And I certainly am not someone that just lets it all go because I don't. I dialed in my nutrition on a whole nother level. I took my workouts to have a whole new meaning and um, what I do with them. I also learned, I really started digging into what makes a kid a kid. Like, wh- what mm. is it about them? They're present. They're having fun. There's no awareness of time. I mean, they're like hyper present with the moment, mm. right? Cool. They're authentic. <laughs> they're living. Yes. They're truly living. And then I looked at a lot of my friends and women my age, you know, 40s and 50s, and we are not those things. We were not playing, we're not being present. We're not um, outside of our own heads. We're not being in the moment, we're not living. And I said, Mm -hmm. okay, the secret to aging in reverse is not all the stuff that we fix. Mm -hmm. It's how do we get that back? How do we become that kid again? So I started trying that on. I started adding in little weird things, like on my birthday, I'm gonna do something that scares the heck out of me, like jump out of an airplane or a parent. I started forcing (laughs) myself to truly live in moments and what's amazing is it's taken years off. Like people are like, whoa, what did you do? You whoa. know, and it's like, it's, <laughs> I, I have a sense of freedom around it. So aging in reverse to me, it's about bringing back some of that stuff we forgot about as a child. How do we bring mm-hmm. that back and totally bring that into our lives with the nutrition and the fitness and the other things to start truly aging in reverse so with the second half of our life can be the best half of our life.
1: Love it. Love it. To be honest with you, and I, I've been holding my tongue on this, but you look great. Like you. Thank for you. sure. Like, you do not look your age, to be honest with you. Uh, you look amazing, and you're killing it in, in your space. Thank and you. And I love the definition of what you, you represent as far as age in reverse. Because like you said, there are a lot of moms out there. there a lot of women in general that tend to skate and go left and try to make themselves look a, little, a little way, put on a little makeup, do too much. But you don't really have to do that. And you're really, you know, allowing them to embrace themselves.
0: I see two things that happen with women my age and I'm I'm definitely generalizing. So I know there's like, there's a gray, it's not all black and white, but I'm going to say there's the two themes that I would see. I would either see the complete hyper control. I'm going to fix, fix, fix everything. Yeah. fix everything to the point where you're not having fun. And if this was me, like I'm at the beach looking good, but I'm not going to go yeah. in the water. Cause it's going to mess everything up. Like, that's a problem. That's not living. <laughs> right? Right. right. And I'm like, there has to be a happy medium. Like what? That's not living. Cause now I'm mm-hmm. so consumed with the way that I look like I'm not going to go enjoy my life. So, right. and then there was the other extreme of the woman that was like, grow old gracefully. Why do you care? And they judge everyone else. And that's not a way to live either. Like, mm-hmm. that's great that you want to be gray and let it all hang out and let yourself yeah. go. And dance around the beach with your, you know, stuff hanging out. Like, that's great. But now you're judging everybody else and that's not, that's Mm -hmm. negative and not fun either. So I was like, there's a middle ground. So, so to me now I want women to look their best. I help with that. I help with fat loss. I help with makeup tips. I'll help with all of it. Like I, I, I believe, and I'm again, a fan of plastic surgeons and all the things (laughs) I'm just saying there is a middle ground and that's not the answer to it all. If you want to do that stuff, amazing. But let's also look at how do we actually live our life? And if your life is so wrapped up in just that, that's going to be a problem. No, I'm going to share something that I've not shared with anyone yet. You're the first one I'm sharing this with. Um, this is super vulnerable. I actually, right before we got on, I made a a little post on Instagram kind of introducing this, but, um, Mm -hmm. I feel very fortunate in life. There's two things I've been handed physical that, um, that I have, I'm not going to hide behind it. It's served me well in my life. Um, my face and my, my abs. There are two things that I, I was blessed with that I have I had a face that got me into some modeling and I had I have abs and that works in fitness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I'm once again for another time in my life being, um, <laughs> tested where mm-hmm. I recently found I had a basal cell carcinoma, uh, next to my eye that's mm-hmm. been there for about three years. And now how you use that go undetected. I was told it was something that it wasn't and it, it is, and which means there's a tumor behind it and mm-hmm. I have to have a pretty aggressive surgery, um, in two weeks to remove it. I don't know what's gonna happen to my face from that. And I have, I'm having a uh, fusion on my back in a, in a month or in the middle of November And they want to cut through my abs through that. And I, here I've been, you know, losing sleep over it thinking, oh my gosh, these are two major surgeries. And I said something to my husband, I'm like, gosh, I don't, I'm just not at ease with these, even though everything else in my life I've taken on and said, I'll walk through this powerfully. And he said, wow, you're really being tested with your word surrender. And I said, I sure am. He said, your two cards, your face and your abs are at risk and how you walk through that is going to be a model for everybody else. And I hear Absolutely. him, and Absolutely. I and I get it. And it's not an easy take on, and and it, but it's true. So um, I believe that we are handed lessons that we need to learn, and it's teaching me even more
1: in this moment as I teach others. Absolutely, and I totally agree with that. And and thank you so much for for sharing. I know that can be you know along the lines of security, like you just want to keep that yeah. hidden. And for you to be again transparent in your in your approach allows other women to be transparent with themselves as well. So. Uh, True. I do believe that you're, you're going to get through the surgery. Absolutely (laughs) fine. For sure. You know, I'm afraid. It gives me a new story.
0: I'll have a new story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It builds builds to the character, everything, you know, very presentable. But um, with that, you know, inside your book of Agent and Reverse, uh, I definitely noticed that you are obviously in the the fitness field, right? That's your primary thing. So um, a lot of women, again, would love to know, like, what would be some key core tips, you know, or some strategies to help them not only mentally prepare to get back to either where they want to go or get themselves to where they want to be, but just to be at ease, you know, with yeah. themselves and be comfortable, yeah. you know,
0: I love it. Good, great question. So physically you're asking like health and physical, like if we want yeah, to look at all that. Okay. So there's, there's three things and I call it transformation triangle. So mm-hmm. there's three things that need to happen for transformation with your body and your health. And this is critical. And if you picture a triangle, there's three points, right? The top point is your state, change your state. Um, that I believe is everything. And that this applies to your life in every direction, not just health and fitness. But if you want to have a new outcome and have results, you have to believe it's possible. Number one, first rule, if you are saying to yourself, it's too, I'm too old or it's too late or I'm injured or I have this diagnosis or it's not possible then it will absolutely not be possible. It doesn't matter what diet, nutrition workout I give you. If you believe it's not possible, you will not take actions to make it possible. It doesn't work that way. In fact, if someone were to email me and say, I've tried everything, uh, like prove that yours works for me, I'm not going to sell it to them (laughs) because (laughs) they've already said, I've tried everything, nothing works like they're in that wrong mind frame. Yeah. So, so number one rule is you've got to change your state and believe it's possible. You now, How do you do that? You literally have to trick your brain because you, I get it. Look, my brain has been Googling everything under the sun about basal <laughs> cell carcinoma on my eye, about mm-hmm. my spinal fusion. I am very clear of everything that can go wrong, and that is not a good thing to be doing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I got yeah. and, and it, and I interrupted that with myself. I'm like, nope, no more. Yeah. We're focusing on what goes right. right. No, that's it, positive, no, <laughs> no negative. And so I'm telling the female that's listening or the man that's listening – If that is you, you literally need to interrupt yourself and say, I'm done looking at Google and saying, Googling, 50-year-old woman, wait, hard to lose. (laughs) Like, stop it. Stop it. Because you're just validating that it doesn't work. So instead, we're going to start looking for examples of people that are doing it. You're going to mm-hmm. find success stories and you're going to bury your life into success stories. And so change your state, know that it's possible, whoever you are, whatever you're battling, there is somebody that walked through that successfully. So find that example, cause you've got that too, and find a community to help support with that. Number one, number two is the nutrition aspect only mm-hmm. after state is in place. Okay. And, um, and I'll give you like kind of three, three intro uh, rules for changing your nutrition there. Um, number one, I would say unprocess your diet. Okay. Um, eat natural, real, uh, unprocessed foods that once grew that serve your body, that heal your body, that help you, that help you thrive mm-hmm. to focus on adding in more of the good, which makes less room for the bad. You know, instead of saying I can't have pizza or cake or whatever, instead yeah. say I'm going to add in so much of the good foods, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, proteins, mm-hmm. that there's no room for the bad. I'm going to eat less of the pizza if I have it, you know, cause gotcha. you're eating the good. Mm-hmm. If you eat a big, huge bowl of salad before you have a pizza. You're not going to eat the whole pizza. No, <laughs> right.
1: Not enough. So, so
0: that's all I'm asking. I'm saying, I'm not saying don't have the pizza. I'm saying, let's just load up on so much of the good. There's less room for the bad. Mm. And then the third thing is yeah. my hard rule of what you should be eliminating. Um, I'm not going to go down the road of all the things I eliminate. Cause I do, I don't, I'm not, I don't personally do di- grains or dairy anymore. Um, I'm very low on sugar, but what I will tell people starting out is don't worry about all that. Instead yeah. Uh, if you're going to get rid of any food, get rid of the artificial fake foods. So Mm -hmm. like artificial sweeteners, um, what a lot of women don't know about artificial sweeteners is not only do they mess with your hormones and keep you bloated, um, but they also, uh, make your body think it's getting calories that they're not. Mm -hmm. So you're more hungry and you have more cravings. So you have a diet soda with zero or one calorie your body still thinks it's getting 100 to 300 calories of sugar. So you are more hungry and craving more because your body's looking for those extra calories to make it up. So so drop Mm -hmm. those.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of a few things. Let me start to (laughs) implement some of these strategies myself. But uh, I really am appreciative of that because I'm definitely going to take note. So (laughs) with that being said, uh, again, I I know that uh, you're in the fitness space. You do a lot. And there's so much going on in your life. You know, you're given tips and tricks on how to become healthy. You're doing photo shoots. Actually, shout out, do want to, you know, show love to that latest magazine post you did on Thank your, your, your you. I noticed, I was like, wow, it looks amazing. Um, You know, you, you're on television every now and then, right? So you got so much going on. And I also know that you're a mom, right? Mm-hmm. So you're basically a mompreneur. And yeah. you know, again, you, you handle so much. And I know, it's a lot, again, it's a lot of women out there, with children, a lot of people with, and relationships that are married. Like, yeah. h- how do you find that personal balance? If there is a balance, because I know, it can be either or for some yeah.
0: people. Yeah, it's constantly a choice. Um, if mm-hmm. I'm going to tattoo another word, it will be probably choose. Um, sure. I feel like it's constantly a choice to remember that we're here to live and enjoy our life. So mm-hmm. um, I don't feel it as like I'm constantly trying to juggle and balance. I've evolved it where I'm very good at what I say yes to and what I say no to. I've gotten very laser focused on what's my vision, what do I want to live, what do I want to create, and I every question I'm asked Every opportunity I'm presented, it's a series of those questions that go through my, my mind. And if there's any hesitation, it's just an automatic no. And that allows Mm -hmm. me to really enjoy my life and feel that it all goes together. My daughter is, and my husband are my number one priorities and they're both very supportive of my business and my Mm -hmm. business. I'm very clear on my vision and what I'm doing there. So there's no, it's not like an either or choice, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's say someone, someone asks me to come speak and it's a weekend that my daughter and I have, you know that I have my time with my daughter, it's what I would be looking at, for example, is um, one, does the speaking role fit my vision? Like, does it, does this opportunity, is it feeding my ego or does it fit my vision? Ego is mm-hmm. like, someone wants you to speak. There's a big crowd. It's covered, whatever.
1: Yeah. Vision
0: is, this is going to help that the, her audience is my audience. Um, this is going to serve both of us. It's, it's right. a greater, like clear that it's my vision. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now I'm looking at it's time with my daughter. So it's then I'm bringing my daughter with me. Or mm. I'm gonna fly in and out and do it around this time. So everything's a constant negotiation to make sure I'm saying yes to the right things.
1: Gotcha, you, gotcha. You. I love that. So basically you understand the the realm of balancing out your personal energy and when you dedicate yeah. that. So I like I like how you go about it because I think energy is also a currency, you know, and whatever you pay attention to is what you experience and what you purchase. So true. So you start to cultivate what you 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 seek. So I definitely love the mentality on which you're into, and Thank I, I you. see it. Like you just like I, people can't see it on the audio, but just looking at you, you got like, this aura around oh, you is very positive. I love it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> got this very positive aura. Now I do want to dive into um, a little bit again, back into the backstory a little bit. I'm okay. on the transparency portion. Yeah. Um, I know a, it's very, very vital, and you were able to cultivate a huge following upon it. Like, what was the initial thought of it? Were you uh, fearful? Were you scared at first? Like, how did you get over that hump when you started sharing your personal stories? Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. What was that? Okay. So
0: I still battle this um, because the thing, okay, so here's what I want people to know. Vulnerability and authenticity is like the buzzwords right now in marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, share, be authentic, be vulnerable. (laughs) And it's almost annoying scrolling. Like you see everyone's like story now, (laughs) you're like, oh, okay. They're doing a marketing thing. There's a difference between doing it for marketing and doing it because you really are sharing a lesson that you've learned. And I want to encourage people that the thing that you are scared to death to share is a thing that you should be sharing. That's Mm -hmm. how I'm going to say that. If it's scaring you, that's your true, authentic, vulnerable share. The thing that you are scared to say, like what I shared with you about my face, the the thing that Mm -hmm. I would have never wanted to say before is what you need to say. Mm -hmm. If you're just trying to, if you're struggling with how do I write a vulnerable message, then you're missing it. That's not it. Like don't start your posts with um, a warning vulnerable post. (laughs) That's that's not, that's not vulnerable. So, so to me, I share what I'm walking through. I share what I'm struggling with. I share what I'm learning and I'm very careful to do it from a place of power too. Because no one wants to hear the victim journey. They don't need to hear the hero's journey but they don't want to hear the victim. So you can tell them what you're walking through, what you're scared about, what you're learning, what you're going through. And you, you want to also share what you're doing about it.
1: Mm-hmm. How Absolutely. you're learning
0: from it. Why this is valuable for somebody else. So I'm going to ask if, if I'm coaching somebody and I do coach people on like how to get their message out and their story, my husband and I, that's a big thing that big part of our business that people don't see us doing on social media, that we help mm-hmm. people craft their stories. Um, mm-hmm. That's the very first thing that we dig into. You know, what is that? What, who are you and why are you that person? And what are the things you've been scared to share, become, step into all those things? step into crafting that. I
1: love it. I love it. It's always a ton load of comments. A lot of engagement going on. Women actually sharing testimonials. And a lot of people don't know, but it takes a lot to cultivate a culture. And you, you was able to do that. And I really admire the-, the Thank you. Uh, again, transparency and just the upfront, bold, you know, statements as, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what you can do. And you don't necessarily baby or cater, which is also what I respect. Because a lot of people just want to be lovey-dovey all the time, but yeah. you provide a sense of, you know, um, reassurance that listen, you can go from here to here, but you have to take action. It's like you said, it's all about choices. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. No, that's interesting that you just you you uh, said that that you noticed that. So uh, here's what I want to say too. You know what if you're somebody listening and you're really into like people pleasing or worried about people not liking you or judgment, or like I didn't get enough comments or likes or, which is easy to fall into into social media. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you're also missing it because here's the thing. When I share my truth, It doesn't matter to me if someone doesn't like it, agree with it, or want it because it's truly my truth. When I'm triggered, it's because it's not my truth, if that makes sense. (laughs) So, like, if I, okay, so just take for example, let's just say I put a totally photoshopped picture up on social media. I'm not doing this, but let's say I did that. Um, and then people are like, that's fake. That's photoshopped. I'd be triggered to tech because it probably is photoshopped and messed up. However, if I put a video up now or an image, the magazine cover, and someone says, those are fake abs. It doesn't even trigger me because they really actually are my abs. Okay. Yeah. Same thing with a vulnerable share. If I share something I'm walking through and someone's judgmental of it, it doesn't phase you the way you think it would, because it's your truth. We tend to get triggered by things that we're hiding
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this is really, really critical Think about, I want people to really think about that. When you're triggered, it's because of something you are hiding. Um, Mm -hmm. For years, I would get triggered by someone telling me, that, um, I didn't know what I was talking about. Like if like when, especially when I used to really share on nutrition and fitness, someone would have an opinion, you don't know what you're talking about. And I would get super defensive and I figured I had to do the work to figure out why, why was because as a student in school, when I was young, I had teachers constantly telling me, I'm not paying attention. You're not paying attention, pay attention. Mm -hmm. So that was reinforcing this message. Like maybe I'm dumb, maybe I'm this. So until I like really worked through that and was able to share about that, it would trigger me. Now I'm not triggered by it because I speak my
1: truth. Right. Right. And again, <laughs> it's so important that a lot of people understand that like you, you shouldn't necessarily be seeking validation from someone else cause that's the fastest way you're going to come up short, no matter what you're trying to accomplish. So I, I love the strategy and the mentality of understanding, Hey, you know what triggers me and what doesn't because that's, yeah. that's what really plays a role in success. And I know, just like, you know, because we have similar shows, right? We interview multimillionaires, interview fitness people, you interview real estate. Like, it's all kind of the same, right? It's all a little bit the same. They say similar things like, hey, you know, it's all about choices, about this, about that. And you'd be like, okay, I get it. And then you pay attention if they're all saying it, then it holds some weight, right? It holds value. So it's just really paying attention to little things like that and understanding the importance of it.
0: It's so funny that you just said that because yes, I, and I actually did an episode on my podcast, a theme of like what everyone I've interviewed has said. It's the same exact (laughs) things. And you probably, it's the same formula. It is the same formula and we all hear it, but do we actually apply it? It's like right. literally the same steps. They all <laughs> mentioned that they decided and they chose and they declared it and they created a vision and then they took massive action on those steps. And then it's like the same thing. They, right. who's on my bus? Like they only included people in their life that were positive and supportive. All the things we know what to do, but
1: why aren't we doing it? Exactly. And that's the question. Why aren't you taking action? And I think it kind of, and we can go on and I think this podcast might be long, but <laughs> I know <laughs> it deals with, you know, personally might be insecurities, it might be fear, it might be doubt. You know, the outside noise, there's so much going on in today's world where we just tend to overthink and sit, Yeah. you know, and we take action mentally, but we don't take action physically.
0: So it's funny, like people are wired different ways, but I'm, I'm a ready fire, 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 and then maybe I'll aim. So I'd rather like (laughs) fire at everything and then I make a mess. And then I, (laughs) my husband is the absolute opposite. He's like a ready aim, aim. Okay. I'm still aiming. I'm going to research about my aim. I'm gonna think about my aim. I'm gonna aim, 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 and I never fire. So they're different, different, and they've come from the same past wounds, but just different, manifested different ways. Right. So it's interesting. Like he's watching him work through that, which I never understood before. I used to think, why can't people just take action? And he would understand. He would ask, how can people just take action without thinking about it? <laughs> so it was like these two <laughs> different. So it's funny because that's actually what my husband coaches people on now. Is because he spent so many, so much time learning how to overcome that. He helps people break through and take action.
1: Mmm, and that's very important. Like, yeah, like, again, it's just I just hope people understand it and get it. You know, yeah. just to provide that message. So, I consider you similar. Again, I, I feel like you're my twin. You just, <laughs> right? just you're just in San Diego. I'm just in Michigan. Uh, but, you know, it's just the importance. Like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the term light worker at all. But light worker, you know, I started reading up on it. And I started getting to it because I, I would see signs. I would see like the number one, one, one all the time. I would see certain days, pop, like it would just be weird yeah. to me, but I had to understand it's not weird. It is just, you know, acceptance of aligning within your purpose. And it came down to being within your divine order and providing that light to other right. people. Thank you. Being, Thank being you. accessible. So again, I definitely salute you on that. And, Thank you. um, I don't I don't want to hold you long cuz I know obviously you got a lot of stuff to do. You got a lot going on. Um, I do want to end it with one last question though. Yeah. And it really just comes around. I think it's the ultimate question. A lot of people kind of get tripped up on, but you know, what is the main reason why you grind and you do what you do?
0: Gosh, um I don't even know. (laughs) I I really, I, I, I'm sort of like, i am baffled by it. I always tell people to find your driving core motivator and your reason why. And I'll say, I do that for goals, but why I keep grinding, I don't know. And sometimes, sometimes I will be honest. And now I am somebody who I've had my brain scanned. I am absolutely an ADHD and I look at it as a gift in -hmm. a lot of ways, but I'm not going to lie, there's some days where I want to turn my brain off. It's like, I. It doesn't stop. In fact, if there's a day that I don't have a million ideas and feeling called to a million thoughts and I get, I almost get um, like, think there's something wrong. So like when there's the, when there is the peaceful days, I'm learning now to embrace them but for a long time i used to think what's wrong with me where did my creativity go why am i being lazy today so yes. it was a story i had so I, I don't know i think there's honestly something chemically <laughs> going on in my brain <laughs> actually yeah. i know there is that wires me that way because i just can't turn it off sometimes so mm. um so i work at work at turning it off like um you know adding things into my day that force it um having prompts around my house and rules like about not looking at my cell phone at night and, you know, really blocking out white light at night and, you know, uh, re- making sure I'm reading or winding down. I'm a big fan of CBD oil, um, mm-hmm. magnesium. Like I, I do, I work to like turn my mind off sometimes. So why I grind, I think I was born with that. <laughs>
1: I, just mm, I love that. I love yeah. that. Absolutely. It's in the DNA, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's not slowing. I'm 48 and I don't see a sign of it slowing down.
1: I love it. I love it. We're going to end it on that note. I love the way you put that. That was lovely. (laughs) Thank you. And I definitely appreciate it. And uh, again, where can people find you? Where can people reach out to you? How can they contact you? they got any questions, help? Thank you. Yeah.
0: So social media is Natalie Jill Fit. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: My website is nataliejill.com. And then if you are a female and this messaging speaks to you, then I would invite you to my Aging in Reverse community. And that's at aginginreverse.me.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, ladies and gentlemen, definitely reach out to Natalie. As you can tell, she's very vibrant. She's lovely. She is beautiful as well. I know you guys are going to be tuning into this video on YouTube. Make sure you hit her up. Make sure you contact her. And again, thank you so much, Natalie, for coming on. Thank you. Absolutely. So until next time, guys. much love, peace, and blessings. Yo what's going on gang, I hope you all enjoy that episode with Natalie, I mean she's amazing, she breaks down everything on what it takes to take control of your life and your body. So hope you was able to find some true core value in this episode, I mean we pretty much went over everything right from entrepreneurship to transparency, you know some fitness and health tips, I mean we covered a lot in this short span of about 30 40 minutes here so make sure you're able to apply these methods use them guys make sure you reach out to her reach out to me if you have any questions make sure you subscribe to the show if you enjoyed it please feel free to share with your family your loved ones as I know it'll go a long way and also I do want to take this time to mention that the podcast course is available for anyone looking to start their very own podcast whether you're looking to build your brand or get your flavor influencers make some money from doing it i want to dive deep into this as i know many of you want to learn how to start your very own and what it takes to create one so if you're serious about starting a podcast and you want to know exactly how to get started how to edit how to monetize how to grow if you're serious feel free to visit levelupdaily.com OK, you can go ahead and sign up there at www.levelupdaily.com. Sign up or have any questions. Hit me up on Instagram at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. And with that being said, I look forward to working with all of you and creating something great together. Talk to you soon.